welcome to UC Caps Weekly. This is a basketball podcast covering the University of Canberra Capitals women's national basketball team down under here in Australia. And welcome back, Michelle. We've been uh, a bit quiet for a few weeks, waiting for things to happen, but boy, have things started to happen. They have, yeah. It has been a few few weeks since we uh, last got on the airwaves. Airwaves. No, airwaves. Internet. <laughs> on, on the internets, whatever yep. it is. Yep. Anyway, um, <laughs> last time we... Uh, Got together and had a chat. So quite a few signings for the the Caps. Uh, yeah. When we last spoke, there was I think we had Gory on board. We have Michaela Ruth and we had Kelsey Griffin, and that was just the announced end. Kelsey. Yeah, and that's we right. knew that we'd lost Keely. Yep, and, and Tolo. Tolo. That's right. So things were looking bleak, but well, boy oh boy, have we got news? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, so. everyone's got it, but. <laughs> There's been a lot of signings, not just with the Caps across the league, but yeah. let's talk about Lots the Caps signing. Yep. So we've got seven players signed now. Yeah. So coming back from last season is probably the first place to go. We've got uh, Tapea coming back. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. Uh, we've got Brit Smart. Excellent. Resigned, so that's great. Returning from the season before, or was it the season before that? Season before that. Season yeah. before that, Kelly Wilson. Yep. Coming back. Plus one. Plus one. That's yep. right. She's so she went off and had, had the bub. That's right. And so now she's, she's back. She's coming back, which is fantastic. Great yeah. to get her experience back. Her and Kels bring the band back together. Yeah. Hey, look, we lost Keely, but there's still a frolling in our roster. I know. Her sister, her <laughs> yep. twin, Alicia, yep. who played for Bendigo last season, Yep. Uh, is coming to Canberra. She's coming to Canberra. Which is great. Just so that we don't feel like we've, we're missing Keels. That's right. <laughs> I'm but suspicious, right? I reckon right. I reckon Keely's coming back and Alicia's going to Sydney. <laughs> How are we going to tell? I don't know. No, we won't know. We <laughs> I won't can't know. tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, let's keep the frolling Canberra connection happening. Absolutely. Um, and then. Oh, yeah. Import signing. Yep. Big one. Yep. WNBA. Yep. Starter. WNBA starter, exactly. Yep. Brittany Sykes. Yeah, so that's a that's a big signing. The yeah, um, very exciting. Very if, exciting. Um, anyone is familiar with her game, you will be just rubbing your hands together mm-hmm. and going, "Oh, baby!" Yeah, so cannot wait for this. Yeah, looking forward to um, seeing her play in Australia. So that's fantastic. There was one other announcement that was made, which was not an announcement that um, I guess Caps fans will be happy about. No, we've lost Maddie. Maddie yeah. Rochi has. Signed, she's gone yeah. to Southside. Heartbroken. Southside Flyers. So I know. is that where we send our <laughs> I'm just gonna put it Lelaney Mitchell left here. She went to Southside, yeah. our point guard. Maddie Rochi, she she's goes going to, to Southside. Are we yeah. just you know, Southside are just picking no, up. I our, think it's very much Maddie going home. That's right. And exactly that's right. great for her, which is wonderful. We've been yeah. able to enjoy her up here in Canberra for going on five years. Yeah. So uh plus she was at COE mm-hmm. before then, so um, yeah, very sad, but of course we wish her the best. Absolutely. Just not too much not success. Too much. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not when she's playing against us anyway. Lots of personal success, but just the team. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, but so the, from last year's group, yeah. okay, let's talk about the players that we don't know what they're doing and where they're going. Yep. So we've got Cabillo. Yep. Kayser. Yep. Uh, Delaney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ash Taya. Yep. Um, and Jade Melbourne. Now, Jade... Mm graduated out of the COE mid-year. She has. So yep. she's 
I assume she's gone home um, for yeah, the moment, yeah. but I'm not sure what her plans are. So there's still sort of five players from last season's group, um, which I haven't seen any announcements about and mm. haven't heard exactly yeah. what they will be up to. So we'll have to keep an eye on that over the next... And I guess Jade is weighing up the, the college situation. Yeah. So that was always the plan, I think. Yeah, that's right. Was um, to um, do, the, do the season with, with Caps last season and then head to college mm-hmm. this, this season. But... Um, we've seen a couple of the the women at, at her age level and her teammates through gems and stuff that have gone, yeah, not, not yeah. sure about college anymore. Yeah, and I think, you know, COVID's put a spanner in the works. Yeah, definitely. So, um, completely understandable. Had a, you know, people who had the pathway where they were thinking college and then mm-hmm. professional um, are sort of rethinking some, yeah. of that, some of that. So we'll wait and see. We'll see what happens with... Um, with those five and uh, see what the last few announcements will be for the Caps yeah, so I guess over the coming weeks, I hope. What, what do we have in the squad? Normally 12 or is it 11? Yeah, squad of 12 normally. 12, yeah, so five more spots to fill. Yep. Not a lot of size at the moment. No, we're not, not big, but we do have, um, I guess, Sykes in particular. She She's only 5'10", I think. 5'9". Five 5'9". Nine. Five nine. Um, but she's long, quite long. But she's a guard type too, so she's yeah. not. But um, she's she sort of plays a two-three. Yeah, she's but she's got some real length. Oh, so. she's. Um, and if anyone's listening, jump onto YouTube. Watch with Brittany highlights Sykes tape. highlights. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Or even watch a, a WNBA game today. She uh, put up nineteen points, ten rebounds, five assists mm. in a loss against Seattle, yeah. who are up near the top of the ladder. Yeah. But um, starter in the WNBA, very. Exciting. Cannot wait to see her playing in the Caps uniform. It's going to be amazing. Be great. Be great. So uh, let's talk about what has been going on in terms of our Caps players and where they're, where mm. they're playing and how they're going. So just had a bit of a look through the internet to see what was happening. Um, of course, so some of them are, have been hobbled by the, the shut Waratah down. League being shut down because Sydney... It's gone into shutdown the last few weeks, so That's right. COVID is still a got some up. sting in the tail. Yeah, so they there haven't been any um, games since the twentieth of June mm. in the Waratah League. But what I can tell you is that um, of the four players that potentially that were caps might be might be coming back, we've got Tapayas averaging twenty nine points a game wow. and five assists, so she's awesome. dominating that league. Cabillo eighteen points five. Rebounds and five assists a game is her average. Um, Kays is 10 and 5 and 3, so yeah. pretty good contribution. And Jade Melbourne, 20 points, six boards, five rebounds as well with the COE group. Yeah. You look at through the, the ladder, you've got on top is um, the COE are on top. Sorry, the COE are second. I think Sutherland are on top. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the Nationals sitting third and Bankstown, who Tapay is playing for, sitting in fourth spot. So wow. they're clearly having a really strong influence on the actual um, competition. So, um, And first is Sutherland, who's got Lauren Nicholson, who's had a great season last season as wow. well. So anyway, so that's, that's what's happening in the Waratah comp. Um, then if we start to look at NBL 1 North, which we've got um, Ruth is absolutely dominating up there. She's averaging 21 points and 16 boards a game, uh, very well supported by Ash Taylor, who's averaging 17 points there, and they're sitting second yep. on the ladder um, to uh, the Spartans, who Maddie Rochi is actually now yeah. playing for up there. Um, and then Delaney, who's 
Unfortunately, she's gone to Rip City where yep. Rochi played last season. They're down the bottom there in the cellar-dweller position, but she's averaging 19 and six boards. Fantastic. So, so really good output from her as well. I think I read uh, saw a graphic on Instagram the other day of uh, rebounding across the entire NBL1 comp, so not just by conference, by conference. Mm. And Michaela's third in the rebounding. So yeah, she's Just doing an amazing up. job. <laughs> cleaning up up mm-hmm. there. Um, and then if we go down to the South Conference, um, so down there, um, so Alicia Froling, who's coming to us, is averaging 12 points and 14 rebounds. That sounds like a Froling, mm-hmm. right, getting on the glass. They love a double-double. They love a double-double. <laughs> <laughs> they do indeed. Because uh, Keely, actually, she's uh, averaging 31 points and 16 boards She's a game. smashing it. She's smashing it. Um, Kelly Wilson had her first game back yeah. last weekend, yeah. so after having um, her baby. Um, and she, you know, first game back, nine points, nine assists. Now, we know she can find an open player oh, and create yep. for people, yep. so so that's a good sign. Um, Kelsey Griffin, um, down there playing with Keely, um, is averaging 23 points and 13 boards. So, um, and last week, I think it was the last game, she was... Yeah, Saturday. Saturday, was it? She was two assists off of having of a, a triple-double. Triple-double. So <laughs> um, some pretty good performances. And Tolo, of course, is downplaying in that comp as well. Won't be with us next season. No. Um, but she's averaging 20 and 7 as well. So but Tolo you know, is probably in the sky as we speak as the Opals are headed out this morning, I think, to head over to the States to get ready for the Olympic tournament. That's right. So, um, yeah, so... Good luck, Tolo and the Opals, and I hope they have a fabulous Olympics. I've taken two weeks off work just to watch yeah. it. <laughs> it's three weeks tomorrow, so 27th of uh, July is their first game, 6.20pm Tokyo time, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't look that up when I was looking. I just saw the time, 6.20. I think it's only an hour or two difference sure. from Tokyo anyway, and um, that'll be exciting to be able to watch some primetime Opals games and, of course, the Boomers. Uh, but, yeah, Tuesday, 27th of July will be the first Opals game against Belgium. But they have headed over to Vegas, doing a bit of camp. Mm-hmm. And then they will be playing a couple of exhibition games, I believe, against the US. One against the US. Oh, Nigeria, I think. Nigeria, the, yeah, yeah. Not entirely sure, but um, I know definitely those two. It's all looking like it's going ahead, which is great. And the girls are off, so mm. we wish them all the best. And I'm sure we'll talk about it sometime in the next three weeks before they... Get underway. That's right. Mm. So, other signings around the league, Simon? Yeah, there have been some exciting big-name signings. There's been a couple of signings of uh, players, uh, some bench players that have come back on and mm. a couple of um, players that have basically stayed where they are. Yeah. But I thought I had a look at, at some of the um, the movements, sort of big movements and some big big names that have come along. Um Starting with a, a familiar name that everybody in the league will have remembered and some great contests against the Capitals, mm. and that's Lindsay Allen, yeah. who's coming back to the Boomers. Um, yes, yeah, so that's a big signing for them, back out of the WNBA, yep. um, back to play with them. And they've also picked up, so their group, they've retained George and McBegger and Madgen and Panina Davidson still there. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Brewster, who was a young girl, yeah. should be much, be much better for having a little bit of time under her belt. But they've also picked up Lou Brown. Now, she's a, um, been playing in the NBL 1 for Nunna Wadding. She was at the COE a few years ago, went off to college yep. and came back and has been playing in the NBL 1 and has been posting good numbers. So, really interesting to see how she shapes up in the WNBL. Yep, Melbourne are always tough. We always know that. And uh, well coached and well recruited. So That's right. Well, Guy Malloy's the 
coach of the uh, women's New Zealand women's national team. Who yeah. Will be Another movement, Kalani Purcell has moved from the Boomers. Speaking of the Boomers, she's gone up to Sydney. Yeah, so she has, and uh, they've got some um, some of their big pickups. I guess obviously is our Keely. Um, we'll call her our Keely forever now. Forever. <laughs> That's Sorry, right. Keels, you're ours. <laughs> Um, Shyla Heal obviously was announced. Um, not yep. surprising when Shane Heal was announced as, mm-hmm. the, as the coach up there. <laughs> Beck Pizzy. Beck Pizzy um, has signed uh, from Southside. Um, and, uh, yeah, another WNBA signing there for them. Yeah, Leona Odom, who currently uh, comes off the bench for the New York Liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a 6'2 guard, averaging at the moment about 14 minutes a game and five points, uh, 23-year-old. So she's just come out of... Duke, I believe. Good school. Absolutely. Um, so she's, yeah, she's coming to Sydney as well. So Sydney are looking the looking business. Strong. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they were, they looked all right last. Mm. I think they might have been one of the teams that struggled a bit more just with hub life and they had some injury mm. issues. And um, yeah, I, I still, yeah, I still think poor old Frog got the, the raw end of the deal there getting the sack. But, yeah, hey. we'll talk coaches later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Leanna Odom, that's an exciting signing for mm-hmm. Sydney. Um, another another WNBA signing, Monique Billings. She's a 25-year-old uh, small forward. I think she plays in that spot. Um, they're a bit interchangeable in the WNBA. Yeah. <laughs> they sort of can start anywhere from two to four, most players. Uh, she's going to Townsville. So she's comes off the bench for the Atlanta Dream, averaging 20 minutes, 6.6 rebounds a game. So she's a she's a player that's been around a little bit, twenty five years old. Um, people that are familiar with the WNBA would be familiar with her. She's mm-hmm. quite a sort of energetic, spark off the bench kind of player. Yeah. Um, Alana Smith has signed again with Adelaide, so we're hoping that everything goes hunky dory there. As, she, as we know, she signed last season with Adelaide, but couldn't commit to the hub. That's right. Yeah, and they've signed. Um uh, re-signed Steph Talbot, who was important yep. in their group, and um, I'm looking forward to see Sam Simons playing. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll wait and see um, how she goes when she steps up into um, NBL. So Chris Lucas, Lucas is still there as coach, yep. and whilst they probably are um, looking a little under personnel at the moment, we do know that he does an excellent job of getting the most out of his players and they've still got some, um, from what we can see, some spots to fill as well. So yeah. there may be announcements still to come. Definitely. And another exciting one that, that came up uh, late last week, Michelle, was Marina Marbury who at the moment she comes off the bench for the Dallas Wings. Mm. So she's a guard as well, 5'11", 25-year-old. Um, she's averaging 26 minutes a game coming off the bench. So she's clearly... A decent yep. player, um, averaging 14 points a game as well. Mm-hmm. I've been watching her. I've, I've caught her in a couple of games, but I, I've watched some highlight stuff of her and she looks pretty good too. Yeah. Really nice mid-range shooter. bit feisty. Oh, okay. I mean, you're only seeing clips on YouTube, so... So that's all they're going to show. Yeah, <laughs> but she's, um, she's not... Uh, not backwards in coming forwards? Yeah, just, just a really... Aggressive isn't the word. Just kind of reminds me a lot of actually of Keely. Yeah. So Keely Froling, just that get after the ball, get after it. Mm-hmm. Just you know, real energy player, um, nice shooter. So and she's going to Perth. So there's going to be a really good spread of some international talent. Quite, quite good quality players. Yeah, and we all know now that our 
homegrown talent is world class. Mm. So it's and shaping up to be a really exciting season. Yeah, and Perth have picked up Scherf as well. So yeah. that gives them some size yep. um, as well and, and retained sort of their core group. So that's pretty good. Has Katie Ebbs re- re-signed with Perth? I don't know. I don't think there's been an announcement and there was a lot of talk that she was going to retire. So it'd be interesting to watch this space mm. and see if after the Olympics she, she goes, I've had enough. Maybe. It's just been a rumour that's going round and, and it's... Don't spread rumours. I'm not spreading rumours. It's just already existing. You're just relaying <laughs> Exactly. <a rumor>. <laughs> right. Let's talk um, Bendigo. We haven't talked about no. Bendigo. So um, for them, of course, the big pickups were Mitchell and mm-hmm. Maley. Yeah. So that sort of brings up Maley some experience. Maley probably the signing. And, yeah, yeah, from that's last right. season. The other question there is Carly Ernst um, is whether she will play. Season starts in November. She's due to have her baby in September. Mm. She may come back during the season but not really sure what will happen. It's a big ask. <laughs> She's going to do a Robin Ma and, she, maybe. and play WNBL six weeks after giving birth. Why not? Women can do it. I, I don't know. know if you saw the um, – US uh, track um, trials, um, a woman, a heptathlete who was, I think she was 19 weeks pregnant um, competing in the US track trials in the heptathlon. Amazing. Wow. You know, their bodies are well trained. It's what they yep. normally do. Yep. So if she stayed in shape and she's continued to do whatever, there's no reason why she can't. So Anyway, we'll see what happens. Mm. That's kind of the wrap around who's going where and what and um, who's doing what. Interesting, I think you talked about um, Katrina Hibbert uh, not being re-signed with mm. Sydney yep. um, and Shane Hill getting that job. You know, just looking across the league, we only have uh, two female coaches coaching wow. in our Women's National League. Wow. Um, you know, with Katrina going, we've got uh, Cheryl Chambers yep. at Southside. Yep. And uh, Tracy York at Bendigo. All the other coaches are men. Mm. I can't talk about who, what, what the assistant coach ratio looks like because we don't know who half of them are at the moment. But well, I just we know think there'll it's, be some change. It's really interesting, well. and um, yeah. you know, and particularly, you know, you look at. Um, I'll just put it out there in the AFL. There were no female head coaches in the AFL W um, this year as well. So mm. you know this this thing about. Uh, women coaching and mm-hmm. leadership roles in sport, something I'm a bit passionate about, yep. um, seems to be playing out that uh, we haven't made a lot of progress. So, mm. How many females were coaching when you coached, Michelle? Oh, Can you remember that? There were more teams when I coached um, yeah. and at various years. So uh, Graffy, um, I coached against Graffy. I coached against... Um, Laurie Chiswick, I coached against um, Jan Sterling. Mm. Um, Bronwyn Marshall was coaching up at Brisbane when they had a team. So I, I would think that was probably a few more um, women coaches. I coached against Guy Malloy, who still coaches now. So. <laughs> and you coached with Guy Malloy. And I coached um, – no, no, I didn't coach with Guy. Oh, you didn't do rep stuff with Guy? Oh, I possibly did some <laughs> rep stuff with Guy, but not, not any sort of full-time stuff. But – Talking about female coaches, just and this is related to CAPS, so just recently Basketball Australia has announced their Elite Female Coach Advancement Program where they're targeting female coaches coming through the ranks to coach at the elite, um, elite level. And in a group of 14, there are four ex-capitals 
of some nature, which is really fantastic. So we've got um, Natty Hurst, who yep. is ex-Capitals player and currently coaching the Canberra Nationals in the Waratah League. She's been selected for that program. It's a 12-month development awesome. program. Um, Deanna Black, who used to be Deanna Smith, who um, yeah. fans might remember her as Docky. Docky. Who played in 99-2000. Um, so she's been coaching over in WA in the SBL mm-hmm. competition over there. So she's got a gig. Karen Mitchell um, or Nee Owens. So, yeah, right. Um, she was a um, player when I coached a yeah. long time ago. She's been running around in Victoria coaching and that sort of thing. She's got a gig as well. And Jenny Lonergan, who was an assistant coach with the Caps, not last year, but the year before. And also coached the Nationals. Yes, she did. Yeah, so she's got a a gig on that program as well. So that's really great to see, um, you know, that sort of program being put in place and hopefully we'll start to see some of those women coming through and coaching in our um, Women's National League or the Men's National League. I don't really care which league it is, but Mm. let's get some women up there coaching. It's interesting. There was a a letter that came out from Pal Gasol during the week Mm. and uh, I follow him on Instagram, but he'd made this big announcement on the subject of of female coaches because Becky Hammond for people that don't know, is an assistant coach with the Spurs. Mm. And she's been there quite a while now. And um, I'm not sure if there'd been something recently in the news or whether it just power just brought it up out of the out of uh, other discussions and stuff, but it was a really great letter about what an amazing coach she was. And, uh, you know, he was saying she is just a brilliant coach and not a brilliant coach for a woman. You know, a she's, she's not a good NBA coach who's a woman. He's, he... Absolutely believes she can coach that level, mm. like head coach, men's team, and really from a basketball perspective, why not? Yeah, absolutely. It's not like you have to go. Well, it's a men's game; it's different to women's. It's like, yeah, it is, but the, fundamentally, it's not. That's right. And as a coach, you understand what those differences are, and, and how do you how to um, utilize that difference in a positive way? So, yeah. anyway, so I just thought I'd throw that in there. That um, yeah, it's good to see some of our ex caps. Um, Coaching and going back into the sport after their yep. playing career is done. Just getting it done. Mm. All right. Well, that's been a bit of a whew, mm. lightning catch up on what's been happening in the last couple of weeks with signings and things. We do have two very big interviews lined up. We've been waiting uh, on some of them, but they're with some very busy people, of course. So we're just hanging back and, and letting them come back to us. But uh on the, on the very near horizon, we've got two very exciting interviews, so we'll keep you all posted on that. Stay tuned to our Instagram feed at UC Caps Weekly and Facebook, which is UC Caps Weekly as well. Well, great work, Michelle. She's been slaving away over box scores and websites and kept keeping up to date with all of our Caps crew. We will be back in a week or so with some very exciting interviews that we've got lined up. Until then, take care and go Opals.